3: Hello, listeners. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Meg Ran. I'm back with another episode of Matt Mania for Your Brainia. I am broadcasting live from New Jersey, somewhere in New Jersey. Had a good time. I am actually heading to Philly tomorrow to continue this tour with Sadistic. And while I'm here, I actually decided to interview Sadistic. This is a jam-packed episode where I put in a lot of different things. First. I took some of my WrestleCon stuff. I talked to Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated, who had been nice enough to play the Monday Night Ram tracks every week. I talked to him. Uh, I get a little bit of insight, and he gives me the most ridiculous WrestleMania prediction, which didn't come true. So uh, I won't even play it on there because it'll just seem silly. But maybe I will just play it anyway. But anyway, um, also me and T Call interviewed al snow so we're going to play that and then we're going to end off the show with my good friend sadistic talking all about the tour talking about his knowledge of wrestling and even some video game talk we talk about some dark souls and challenging video games and all that stuff but again if you are anywhere near us you need to be coming to our next few shows because they're going to be dope we're going to be in philly we're going to be in Stanhope, New Jersey. We're going to be in Watertown. We are going to be... I'm going to be solo in Ithaca. And then in... What's that other place called? Syracuse. Right before I go to PAX East next week with my homie K Murdoch. It's um, been a blast. I actually got a chance to hang out with K Murdoch. And his daughter Stella, who's getting bigger and cuter by the day. Like, she's walking... She's talking, well, she's saying a couple words, she's saying Elmo a whole lot, and it's just so cute, man, it almost makes me want one of my own, I said almost, but anyway, uh, I want to thank you guys for continuing to listen and check out the show, we talked to Al Snow, we talked to Justin Barrasso, and we talked to Sadistic, it is a good old Texas Tornado match, right here on Matt Mania, we're going to be all over the place, and we're playing some music, so... Let's get it on. Ring the bell. I'm here with Justin of SI. Justin, say what's up. What's up, everybody? So this is Link's Casey. It's good to finally have you guys in one place together. So uh, you have been nice enough to talk about our our tracks during your weekend wrestling segments on SI, and we appreciate that. Just want to talk to you real quick about what's what made you even want to get involved with this, sir?
4: With pro wrestling, or with the week uh, with uh, Monday Night Ran. With the Monday Night Ran. I just thought it was so cool to have somebody who a cared so much, was that passionate about pro wrestling. And then you, then you. There's a lot of projects that sound cool. Then you listen to the music, you listen to the, the lyrics, and it was amazing. I knew a little bit about you too, because Austin had uh, had spoke your praise doing it during an interview. I guess that was December, January-ish, somewhere around there. And um, he said, check this guy out. So I actually was familiar with some of your work. And then, um, yeah, hearing the songs, I mean, like, I don't know, I liked the Barack Lesnar one, but man, like I loved, I loved the Macho Man piece. You guys did that Uh, together. I don't know, there was just so much stuff. And it's funny, you told me once, some people criticized it as an encyclopedia. No, I thought it was, I don't know, the Spectrum (laughs) watching Savage, it was was passion. Right, right, it was all passion. It was all passion. Uh,
3: I appreciate that, man. Thank you for like for seeing that, man.
4: But I loved, um, yeah, I loved the tracks. I'm trying to think what else I liked. I thought the, the Triple H one was really good because it spanned so much of its career. But I mean, you guys grew up watching this stuff, so it's so much fun to, I feel like the wrestling fan, and one of the reasons I write, the, the fan who gets forgotten is the one who's been around forever because it's expected we're always going to be there. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to take care of that reader or that listener or that person Absolutely. that's who we
3: are. Absolutely. So how would you get started in, in doing this wrestling stuff?
4: Was it journalism, then wrestling, wrestling, then journalism? How did it all happen for you? Uh, when I was at, at the paper didn't I don't know I don't know how well it did. I I, I did a paper in my Harvard Journalism Class on <laughs> pro wrestling, and remember my professor saying, What is this? Um, so but I went to work for the Boston Herald and I was working high school sports and some uh, pro sports and really wanted to turn pro wrestling. So every time I come to Boston, which is a big Boston guy, it was so good cool for me, I could tie in a Boston Garden question. And yeah. they all lit up with that question. Everybody. Whether it was oh, yeah. guys on the roster or that wanted to work there or guys who did work there. Remember Steve Austin lamenting the fact. He didn't work in the garden. Uh, how magical he heard it was, but I kept pushing for wrestling stories and uh, caught the eye of some people at Sports Illustrated and. Um we're still going, people people still read it. I remember, it's funny, certain people have told me over time, no one will read that. And uh, <laughs> the story's still post, so it's, you know, the dirtiest secret in writing is that you're only as good as your content, and thankfully with pro wrestling, we've got some of the greatest
3: content in the world. Absolutely. So how long has this been running now, this week in sports and wrestling?
4: Week in wrestling, only, this is, our, this is the 14th week this Wednesday, uh, so it's pretty new. But I've been with SI for about a year and a half. Nice. But the column is new. I didn't want to do a column that was just WWE review. I wanted to do a column kind of like we're doing. that. Touched on women's wrestling. Oh, it touched on people over, doing yeah. cool projects like, like you guys. Uh, touched on WWE. Touched on New Japan. Going out to Vegas and covering that show with New Japan and Ring of Honor. Touching on Ring of Honor. Touching on Lucha nice. Underground. So I just wa- touched on the independent scene. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't a WWE review. Because I think if you want that, you can go out there and find it. I wanted to try to find something that, that wasn't as maybe easily accessible. That's what I like most about the column is that it's it's
3: all over the place. You got a little bit of everything, so you will grab you will get everything in one place, which is really cool.
5: So, links. any questions? uh what do you think is gonna what it's gonna take to cause a new renaissance like it was in 98. is it gonna be i mean not to be mean is it gonna be vince dying or being too senile to run the company uh because it seems like there's a lot of groundswell for you know guys like nakamura and zane and all this stuff but they keep pushing them keeping them at a certain level if they actually let them go as far as they could go as themselves, do you think it would be Attitude error levels of uh, recognition all over?
4: And look at a guy like Cesaro, too. It's interesting how um, he, it seems like there is that glass ceiling. But it's funny, though. We talk about, like, to me, it's WrestleMania 17. It's like the the you know the end of the Yankee dynasty when they lost in Arizona that night. Louis Gonzalez uh, get the hit off of Mo Maur- Ravana. But after WrestleMania 17, after the death of WCW, everything changes. Because I mean, it's funny now. Even the bad WCW ratings at the end, we're better than this. they're better than the current day stuff. <laughs> so I just think you know, I think competition breeds success. It'll be very interesting though the next generation. I don't know how much changes when Vince isn't there though. Do I think really? I still think Triple H and Stephanie we're gonna see a lot of the same. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious, but um, I don't think it'll veer too far off course, but I'll be very curious. I'm
5: just an idiot that thinks they're going to book the main roster like they do NXT.
4: Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, exactly. I'll it would it be exactly. very nice. Yeah. Wow. Justin, how do people get in touch with you online or places like that? I'm at Justin Barrasso on Twitter and uh, jbarrasso at gmail.com. Anybody, it, that's some of the nicest parts of the, the writing are the emails and there's a couple people that have been emailing for like two years. You know what I mean? So it's kind of neat we just talk wrestling. So everyone, email, feel free to reach out. Uh, I'm never too busy personally to, uh, to respond. So I'd appreciate it. That's tight. Lastly,
3: what's your prediction for, Reigns
4: versus Triple H. I got one for you. I tell oh, you, it's going to make headlines on ESPN. It's going to make headlines oh on TMZ. Gosh. The Rock will leave WrestleMania 32 champion. What? The Rock will leave his champion. What? He knows something. <laughs> what?
5: He's got the scoop.
4: It makes too much sense not to. You can have, it's like WrestleMania 9 when Yoko beats Hart. Hogan comes out. So, Rock will come out, challenge him. <laughs> Triple H will cut some promo about how he's the best champ. And then the next night, they could they, the, the, the turn would he actually can, make sense. Give it up. Reigns would actually turn on Rock the next night. So I'm sticking with that. I think that I think we leave 32. And they've been very quiet about what the Rock's doing been, for a reason. They've been very quiet. They've also been very quiet about what Austin's doing. Yes.
5: Michaels do. Yeah.
4: I don't think either one of those guys leave as champion. Oh, but I do not believe. Not but I mean, think of the headlines the Rock would would generate for them. In the Rock is true. That would be human. true genuine Hollywood. Like in yeah. not even Hogan was. I think Hogan's a bigger wrestler. But cool. if there's a Hollywood, nobody's like Dwayne Johnson. It's going to pro wrestling. A lot of guys have failed or tried. Right. But they had a taste. But nobody. I mean. He box office go wow well this
3: will air afterwards and uh, I really hope you're right though Uh, thank you so much for your time Justin appreciate you buddy all right enjoy yourself man all right well there you have it Part one of our mini-sode is down. We'll talk to Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated, who had an amazing prediction. What do you think about that prediction?
5: That's too way out there for me, because it doesn't make sense. Why would he be able to just challenge for the title, like, right there? Why would they give Why was
3: Hogan able to against Yokozuna?
5: Well, I don't know. I don't remember the stipulation. I can't. I can't say
3: it. I don't know. He just came out and was like, and Red Hart was like, well, go ahead and fight him."
5: And he did. Well, I. Why would Roman? I guess he could say I couldn't beat Triple or they, H. You go for it. Incapacitate him, where he can't compete before the match, or something crazy. I don't know. Look, it sounds so crazy. What is this? Rock is under insurance with the movie studios. He couldn't get out of it. He ain't taking bumps beyond giving someone to rock. He bottom. He
3: could people elbow, people's elbow, and rock bottom someone. That's, That's all he needs to do. That would be amazing, but I don't see it happen. All right, well, I think I'm gonna wrap up this, well, no, that was a little too short. I'm gonna keep walking around. I'm coming back over to Teak Hall.
1: Teak. What's up, man?
3: Are you enjoying yourself at WrestleCon?
6: Man, WrestleCon is awesome. It's been a great experience. I'm happy to be here. All the fans are lovely. They definitely appreciate the craft out here and
3: what's going on. That's what's up. So you seen anything? Oh, RVD's—he's clear. He's actually clear. You—you uh, uh, you seen anything particularly that—that that got you excited? Um, there's
6: a lot of things out here to get me excited, man. A lot of wrestlers who I grew up watching. I saw Scott Hall today, so that was dope. And there's, I saw some crazy stuff out here, too. I just went over to somebody's table, and the lucha masks that he was selling are ones that he previously wore in the ring. Wow. So who wants to wear a mask that somebody's already sweated in?
3: Uh, That's kind of nasty. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's the ugly, because that's nasty. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want no sweated-up mask. I'm like, that's super fan status right there like oh man I'm gonna take your DNA goes. I'm gonna <laughs> take your DNA and make a new uh make a new uh you man so it's been pretty cool and seeing seeing the wrestlers is dope like guys that are doing good and they look well they look healthy yeah some that don't look so well and healthy but but it's been dope to see man and to be able to be that close to them it's real cool. Yeah from seeing the, the
6: Jake the Snake DVD Scott Hall was in a wheelchair and stuff and now just seeing him in here walking around,
3: that's great to see, you know. Definitely is, definitely. Okay. So there's been a lot of lines and a lot of a lot of money for some of the big name dudes. Who would you spend a hundred dollars? To see a take a picture with see, and and, and get an autograph from. Ah, hundred dollars, man.
6: Maybe Scott Hall. I I'm not as big of a, a Shawn Michaels fan as like a super fan, but maybe for him, if it was somebody like Ric Flair or something here, I'd spend a hundred dollars on that. I feel like I'd spend fifty tops this on match. somebody. Nash is over there. He's oh, big, Scott. sexy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'd pay a hundred dollars for something together like that. If I can get Scott Hall and Nash in a picture together, I that'd be like kind of that, dope. I feel that'd like be Hundred dollars worthy. <laughs> yeah. Get them all doing the joint or something. Yeah, like Pointing exactly. at you. you know. Because, that'd be dope.
7: I know this is Lucha Underground kind
6: of. Is Vampiro here? I, 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 I don't know. I saw Conan. Conan. Saw
7: Conan. Yeah. Conan is Rey Mysterio's, Mysterio's there,
3: manager. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So he's over there. But I haven't seen Vampiro. I wonder uh, if he's out here. So something like that something would be like dope. That or
6: You know how they got um, Drago and Pentagon over there. If I could have got like Prince Puma and Pentagon in a picture together, like rivalry type thing. Yeah. I think that would have been $100 worthy, but I don't know, man. But otherwise, nah. And definitely nah. not paying that 300 price tag for Shawn Michaels. <laughs> no,
3: nah, I can't believe there was a line all day for Shawn Michaels for $300 autographs and photos. Shawn Michaels would have to come to my house and cook. <laughs> Shawn Michaels for would have real. to come to my house and super kick my mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, He just had to live with me for a few days. Like, yo, we're going to roll together for a week. <laughs> You're going to be my mama. Me and Shawn partners. Michaels, we rolling. Like, Sweet Chan music on command. <laughs> like, yo, I don't like him. Giddy. <laughs> Pow. For real. What were you
6: most excited
3: to see, man? Honestly, um, Ray Mysterio is exciting. Uh, I haven't seen Kurt Angle, but I heard he was here. Like, oh, did he leave already? Uh, I don't. Yeah, we might have missed him. Like guys like that excite me. Shawn is exciting to see. I don't know he if was I
6: exciting would. Exciting to see, I was like, oh wow, there's Shawn Michaels.
3: Yeah, until but I heard like, three
6: hundred dollars. What but like, to pay oh,
3: for? Her? Like that? That's I'll crazy. Go home and watch the DVDs. <laughs> How much do you think Nash is hitting for?
6: up there
3: let's go find out Nash wasn't that expensive uh, I took a picture with him actually talked to him for a while and we had a good time and uh, he was a really good sport so I want to give Kevin Nash props because a lot of those guys were not great sports <laughs> Scott Norton <laughs> anyway I'm going to take your name out of my song anyway um, but uh, another guy that was super cool was Al Snow and I got some great words with him We fumbled and bumbled in the beginning, he gave me some weird answers, but then by the end, I had a really, really great convo and he dropped some jewels, son, like mic drop-worthy jewels about the wrestling business and his opinions on it. So, what does everybody want? Answers,
1: here we go. Hey party people, it's Kate Murdoch here, and I wanna talk to you about something real fresh, real new that myself and MegaRan are doing now, and it involves you. The Finns, myself and MegaRant just launched a Patreon, a monthly way for you all to subscribe to us and what we do for as little as one buck a month you'll get free exclusive downloads, a guaranteed song a month, and if you pledge at the $10 level, you'll get a free project a month. Whether it be something we do together, whether it's something solo, a side project that I engineer or produce, it's guaranteed exclusive for you Patreon supporters. So, if you really like what we do, then this is the time to get down and join us. We are trying to bring back that Nintendo Fun Club vibe because this is essentially a fan club for the real fans. So check it out. Patreon.com slash bits and rhymes. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash bits and rhymes. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Thank you. All right.
3: Al Snow, how you doing, sir? Good. How are you? I'm all right. This is WrestleCon. This is your first WrestleCon,
0: or uh, no? This I'm not a virgin to the WrestleCon. My cherry's been popped years ago.
3: <laughs> nice. Okay, this is my first, and this has been this has been fun. Well, we'll be, we'll be gentle with you. Nice, nice. How? Uh, how is life after wrestling? You know, your hair pulled. I don't know. I don't always like it gentle. Like that, you know. So, in generally, I
0: don't generally, know what that is. You know, why women seem to get off all that stuff nowadays, but you know, some I'll, people I'll, are into I'll it. Beat
3: them up if they want. I'll knock the shit out of him pull Okay. Yeah. Damn! I just lost all my questions. All right. So, uh, okay. Life after wrestling? Fun? No, I
0: don't, Boring? I don't cool? Know yet, I haven't had life after wrestling yet because I'm still wrestling. But when it comes, it'll probably suck ass. I'm sure. I would imagine. I don't think it compared to what I do right now,
6: I mean, it's pretty awesome. It is awesome. I that mean, I B-Y feel like. Everyone's still in great shape, man. We saw you yesterday, and we've been talking to like the past two days. Like, man, our snow looks great. Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. I, there are some guys, you know, you've been here. There are some guys, who, you know. Yeah. Time
3: is not kind to them. Well, Well, I figured, so, when, okay, when, uh, I guess I'm saying, like, WWE days, Attitude Era, Head Days, um, you didn't necessarily have the physique, but was that more of the character you were playing that you felt like wasn't necessarily fitting for the physique that you have now? Uh, you feel like that would have worked still, or how is that a?
0: Sure, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's a weird question, exactly but. exactly what happened. Okay, okay. I just... Late bloomer, I guess. Really, really. So, is it something that I know a lot, I have a lot of friends who not, aren't necessarily into like weights and things, and then later on in life they kind of get into it? Was that something that happened where you just were no, like? No, I've always I've worked out since I was sixteen. Nice, nice, I nice. Out, I
0: think that I just changed how I approach working out, and and also
3: how I eat. So. And you got better results, obviously. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's the thing.
6: That that type of stuff takes some time to to find out what's going to work for you. How to mix diet and exercise. Size. Yeah. You know, a lot of people do a lot of cardio and they say it makes them skinny fat. You're slim, but you don't got the tone and things, you know?
3: All right. Last question is always a big one. I always like to talk about the call or the aha moment that people get where they know that this is what they're going to be doing for the rest of their life. Do you have a moment where you knew, like, all right, this is me forever? Yeah, I was
0: 14. 14. And I made a conscious decision that this was what I was going to do. Was it after watching something, experiencing something, taking the first bump? I maybe watched watch it, and, and I and I watched it, and uh, I'd always watched him when I was a uh, kid, very young kid, and everything like that. Then uh, I was in uh, Ohio, where the Sheik's original Sheik's territory yeah. was. It went off TV for a period of time. And then uh, it came back on TV with Georgia Championship Wrestling. And I watched it and I was like, that's it.
3: That's what I'm going to do. Were you able at that time at 14 to get into it or make those steps to do it? Or was it not? No, no, no.
0: Listen, let me explain something, okay? And this is the truth. The degradation of the professional wrestling business is the fault of the fact that anybody can get into it. Back then, it was easier, and people think I'm exaggerating, to be a main man in the Mafia than it was to become a professional wrestler, because not everyone was allowed in it, and not everyone was privy to information about it, because then everybody now puts their opinion about something that they know nothing about. Thus, it gets ruined. It's like watching a tennis game. It's amazing to watch two high-caliber athletes play a tennis game. Now let's take two more people out of the stands and put them on the court. game gets completely screwed. Yep. Now more people out of the stands get on the court, there's no more tennis game. It, totally it's a mess. It's saying, really watering down. And that is what wrestling has become. When I was trying to get in, I spent years calling and begging and pleading people to train me and because they were held personally responsible for whatever I did in my career, not too many people were too willing to do it. I finally found a guy when I was eighteen and I graduated high school and went from there. But and then after that, it never
6: stops. Wow. Well, I,
0: I see I,
3: the similarities in music. We do music, so I'm it's the same thing. I'm
6: about the guy who finally decided to train you, man, because <laughs> the character Al Snow, the whole head, the, the Attitude Era wrestling that I grew up on, man, you were definitely great. Thank you
3: very much, Kevin. Absolutely. It's a huge part of our, our upbringing and what we got into. Yeah, so. I'm doing wrestling-themed music, and people tell me that my music reminds them of the Attitude Era of wrestling. So very cool. it's definitely something that I hold dear. Thank you so much thank you for
7: your time as well as your dedication to your craft so thank you
1: Just warming up.
7: This is.
2: This is. 183rd Street.
1: Desert. Dadpip.com. What about the Ringside for the next chapter. Daddy cool, rolling some grandmaster. Any matchup, you gonna need backup to catch us. Move niggas, cool as Alaska. Inherited crown, and Heritage crown, the doobac Central Brian Chris, flow shit. My daddy's a king too. Sharp is a i murder the beach. You pop shit, get and try to worm up the beat. You're not a earner, you're weak. Turn up the furnace, how you burning your sheets. Fucking pump you like Kermit to me. I headlock, flying legs drop dominantly. Wrestle,
3: rap, we whole around like i <laughs> <tough>. but um <laughs> who so um real quick we are on the morning glory tour uh that's where we are where i don't i guess you can say we're somewhere in the middle yeah sorta. yeah yeah, right, we're in about right in the middle. Yeah, we're like in the middle spot. This is like right where I'm joining. I joined uh, last night in Baltimore, and I'll be playing a couple of gigs with you guys. And uh, so I just wanted to know how's the tour been going so far? Uh, so far, it's
8: been great, man. Um, we've we've kind of had the full spectrum of like not being sure what to expect from certain shows, but it's mm-hmm. been great. And some cities really turned out that I had no expectations for. Or I didn't know what
3: would happen. And nice. That's always good. I think the you know that's part of the tour life. I know is the surprises, and it's always key to kind of keep an open mind. I think. Yeah. Anytime I
8: feel like I think I'm, I know what's gonna happen. I get like ego checks. So I just kind of yep.
3: keep an open mind and see what happens. I tell anybody there. My first piece of advice for touring is to just keep your ego and expectations in check, and um, because you know it's short memory. It's like football where you know a quarterback throws an interception. Yeah. And it's like yep. you got to just block it out. You know, bad show or amazing show. Yeah. You got to just complete. Or you get them back
8: to back where you, you just have some amazing show, you're feeling <laughs> yourself and then it's like, then the next one
3: is like, an ego check. Ego check, bow. Yeah. two people. No, but <laughs> ego checks are good too, you know, there's definitely a lot to learn from those two. They absolutely are. Um, okay, I want to talk really quick... About your stage setup, This is the first time I've seen you play on this tour. I've seen you before Oh cool, but uh with the lighting and stuff. I thought it was super dope. Oh, thanks like, man. So maybe we can explain a little bit about what what went into the lighting decision and you know, with the mic and all the cool stuff You got going on like what? Yeah. What led to that? I just uh,
8: Mood and tone are like very important to me with with anything I make with my music And so I, I really want that reflected in the live show and so, uh, just for this one, brought, brought a few extra little stage lights. I usually ask them to kind of kill the house to kind of give this like silhouette creature nice. look or whatever. And, uh, I have my own little unique mic that I don't, I've never really seen any rappers use. It kind of has its own lights and stuff. And so it just adds this, this extra little, you know, aesthetic to it. It's super cool. I want to really build on that though, eventually, like especially yeah. once, once I can like afford to really churn ideas into fruition, you know, like, nice. um, i th- i think lighting and like physical presentation is so huge
3: it is it really is i think and that's something i've always looked into but just never quite been able to execute the way i yeah way i've wanted to on my on my shoestring budget yeah but it's like, expensive it's, it's, it's so expensive, expensive to man.
8: people are always like oh yo just make a video for a projector and it's like it's not that easy all the time not quite that easy
3: uh but anyway i am excited to be playing these shows with you so i appreciate. Being a part of it. There's also Thanks, man. I'm so weird science. Here. There's also upgrade. Yep. Who um, I've just gotten introduced to, who's almost as big of a nerd as me. And um, so, real quick, I want to nerd out with you. We were just you were just watching a preview or maybe a review video of a certain game. Yeah. What game was that? And why the hell are you into this game?
8: <laughs> Dark Souls Three. Oh like, man. I'm I'm a dilettante to the Dark Souls series, but like, <laughs> but I like the I like the meanness of it. Like like I was mm-hmm. telling you, it reminds me so much of like the a lot of the games I played when I was a kid that, I'm, that I still love, like like <clears throat> the Super Ghouls and Ghosts and Contras and games that were like so challenging and yeah. they just beat my ass and then I would, and I would just keep playing it over and over and then ha- have to rent it again to try yeah. to get past a certain part and like, yeah. um, and I miss that. And so a lot of games now, have, they have so many amazing dynamics and stories and visuals, and but a lot of them just kind of like lead you through it. Yeah. <clears throat> where
3: uh, I just kind of fell in love with Bloodborne's like difficulty. Yeah, Bloodborne, I I never like snapped a CD before of a game that I pretty paid money for, but I really yeah. wanted to do that with. It's that just game. like it's like Tyson on Punch Out for, for like hours an hour, yeah, and hours. Yeah, it's just like so... punching you in the face constantly. Like you can't beat me. It's it's so merciless. I right? like that. I, I miss
8: that challenge. And and I say that until sometimes I'm playing and
3: fucking pisses me off. I want to throw things. But like,
2: <laughs> and you're like yeah,
3: but it's. <laughs> That's where i, I, I like that they're ballsy enough to do that you know i know it's like man you know to make a game these days when every pretty much every game is like you said they're walking you through it yeah it's a very simple you know thing to get from a to b they've spent a lot of money on yeah it's like it's designs. like walk through it or so there's like there. an, an
8: exploration
3: element to it yeah those kind of seem like the two yeah um so i've been playing a game i was telling you about called salt and sanctuary yeah it's a 2d version of dark souls uh, so it plays exactly like like a Castlevania. Oh, that's you know, shit. it's I love super Castlevania. Fun at it, but it's just merciless. So, you know, play it at your own risk I would say anybody listening, but it's Definitely super fun play that. But, uh,
8: super Castlevania 4 is one of my favorite games of all time Oh like, man,
3: dude, when the when the room rotated for the first time yeah, like my
8: jaw dropped. Level four.
2: Yes.
3: Yeah, it, and it slows down when you're yes. jumping and shit
8: because like the it, yeah, it's, it's like pu-
3: handle it. it was like
8: pushing the Super Nintendo. <laughs> like that that whole dude. level's bananas. Dude. The whole level was insane. I was playing that the other day. And then you play the giant guy who gets like bigger and then yes. smaller at the end. Like that's so oh sick. Oh my
3: god, I remember that when that room rotates, man. I was just like, what? The, mu- the
8: music was dope. Like uh, insane. Everything about that game.
3: You know, and I haven't been able to get that feeling again. But I think that you know, Dark Souls, um, Salt Sanctuary, and uh, Bloodborne have kind of, kind of brought that back. You know, like it sh- there should be some super hard,
8: yeah, games. Because I mean, because there's, there's clearly a market for it. There are people who want the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad it's, they don't drop you in like press. It's, it's, there's press no X one- to jump. Yeah, press. there aren't many one player challenge. Like there are. Certainly challenging games, but it's more like the the esports competitive end of it, where it's like it's a fighting mm-hmm. game or it's a sh- it's a shooting game or whatever it is. And like, um, but like actually beating the campaign, mm-hmm. it
3: seems like an afterthought for a lot of series. And I I, I huh. like the campaign. Yeah, of shit. I do. I, I really enjoy the campaign. And I uh, a friend of mine gave me a Call of Duty. And uh, I don't play those games too much, but I, I do play the campaign and then I turn it off because I can't go online. I get destroyed. It, yeah, so, it's,
8: it's such a steep learning curve. So, it's like so yeah. but it's, just get mopped up
3: by 10-year-olds. But and... it's not super difficult, the actual game. So it's yeah. just more or less watching the story progress. Yeah. So I like that part of the game and it's like it seems like people just don't like it. So they're already on multiplayer. Yeah. So by the time I get into multiplayer, 10-year-olds are blowing my head off, you know, so... Uh, but it's it's tough but it's been fun so far just playing through the the campaign mode of yeah, it. Yeah,
8: it's it's like it's hard to get both, you know. You can get like like BioShock has amazing yeah. series and all these or amazing story and all these cool nuances and stuff like that, but it's like you're not going to get that multiplayer side whereas whereas like Titanfall or Halo or whatever, it's like the the multiplayer is really dope and competitive, but but that's all you're getting is that one kind
3: of sport of it. You're not getting a yeah. story. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's rare to find a balance. Uh, so now I want to bring that challenge aspect to uh, to music. And um, what's what challenges you to continue to make music and uh, to push yourself and uh, to keep creating? Like, where's the challenge at this point? I feel like you I, I, I just w- I want to outdo whatever my last one was. I okay. want it to
8: to be better. Like I want <clears throat> I want to be able to make a stack of albums. And look at it in order and go like the most recent one in some way at least has like topped it's
3: the, the others you know and that uh, yeah I totally agree with that and I'm um, I try to do that myself I feel like the competition should be you know what you consider to be your best work exactly. work. yeah I mean who else know? are you going
8: to compete with you know you it's like compete with the man it's so
3: subjective you know and what's more subjective than your own work like yeah that's real man uh, okay, and I have to ask the typical question of what's next are you working on or you have any idea about the next project that Yeah,
8: my neck my next records uh, in its final phases. I don't know when it's coming out or the details of it or anything mm-hmm. I just know that uh, I, I Feel really strongly about it. I really nice. really like it, and, and I, f- I feel like I'm hitting some of
3: the targets I was aiming for creatively dope. That. dope. okay cool now. We had a really quick and it was super quick. Talk about wrestling before we started. Yeah. Uh, So really quickly, since this is basically a wrestling and kind of shoot the breeze podcast, just give us a little bit of your wrestling connection story, because it was very similar to mine. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) what I
8: was saying is that when I was a kid, I I didn't really give wrestling much of a chance, and my father used to watch it a lot, and he'd always play it off, though, like, oh, this is silly, I'm just, there's nothing else on. But he'd watch it pretty consistently, and, but he, and he'd always, like, give me an excuse if he'd be watching it. Um, so I never really, like, paid too much attention to it, but now, um, now that I'm older and I see some of the characters, you know, and mm-hmm. shit, and it's like, it's like, this is awesome. It's just like, it's just like characters out of Predator, or like, action movies or, or video games. Yeah. It's like, it's like real they just took comics, someone out of, they games. took someone out of Double Dragon and threw him in real life, and it's like... <laughs> It's cool, and they're rappers. They're just, like, these cool... It's, like, which personality do you like? Do
3: you like the villain? Do you like this guy? You know, like... They really are. We, um... A couple of my buddies, we make reference to a lot of wrestling terms when it comes to rappers, like... Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Yeah, yeah. Who makes that turn? You know exactly. Right? And people do it. You know, like guys get more successful, and you. It's
8: the same like, thing in rap. Some people are like oh, I don't, I don't, same. I don't, I don't fuck with this guy. He's too preachy. I don't like the good guy. Or sometimes people are yeah. like, yo, that's too dark or too weird or misogynistic or whatever you want to say. Like yeah. I don't like
3: this guy. So. it's so similar, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. But I, I would suggest if you if you have any time to watch any wrestling, the one that captures that the best is, is called Lucha Underground. Yeah. So Lucha Underground takes you know, suspends all the disbelief stuff and just saying, you know what? We're, we live in a comic book world. We're going to just have fun with the fantasy. Yeah. So these guys are just going all in, and that's what I didn't understand as a kid. Yeah. Now
8: that I go, oh, <laughs> everyone's in on it. You know, right, when I right. was a kid, <laughs> yeah. I was
3: like, is this real? I was
8: trying to like figure it out, which is like obviously silly because it's not supposed to be. Figured yeah, out. you're not supposed to figure it out. So yeah, it's Luke's like medieval times or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. The, It's like, the like the a, restaurant.
3: it's a, it's a lot of fun, and these guys are like, there's like a, a mystery power that's controlling this one wrestler to go around breaking people's arms, really things like that, and you have to try. And he's trying to figure out who's controlling him. And he finds out that it's a test from one of the other wrestlers who was secretly <laughs> under the mask. And he's like, well, you have passed your test. Now you have to break my arm, too. And yeah, you know, yeah. And then their speeches like, are so hot. And then, oh, then they got man. Vince McMahon, like the big evil corporate guy. And like, it's, <laughs> right. it's cool. Like, it's a living comic book. I, I mean, I think, and not to mention all of the similarities with, with music I've seen, you know, within it. that uh, That's gotten me really into it. So I feel like Riff Raff will probably be a wrestler eventually. Dude, you might actually be on to something. He's, like, he's already in like Twitter wars with this wrestler, uh, Kurt Angle. So, oh, really? Yeah. So they, I don't know if it's I, I happen- could very much see him <laughs> jumping into that. Oh, man. Wow. All right, so uh, we are going to go, but I want to, um, as always, have my guest suggest a song. So this time, I could say, normally I would say, uh, play a song that mentions a wrestler, in this case, on Gris, or you know, or a wrestling move or a wrestling something Wait. because there's so many songs that do that. So, do, does it time. does the
8: genre matter? Can you, no,
3: not at all. Uh, yeah, two, oh, two, oh, two oh, songs come them? to mind <laughs> okay. number
8: one, one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time, Be a Man Hulk by Macho Randy Man. <laughs>
3: your pay-per-view was a joke <laughs> cuz you know you'll get smoked. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's hot. What I love about that is he takes shots at Hogan because his movies were B movies and because his he had he had a heat, spot.
8: Bro. Santa with muscles, that's bro, that's my favorite Santa wrestling thing is Santa with <laughs> muscles. That's my biggest
3: wrestling opinion. And at the time he had gotten into he was uh he got starred, Savage did and Spider-Man and so he's like, "You see me in Spider-Man on the big screen. <laughs> your movies are in the ninety-nine cent bin." You know, <laughs> that's and like, it's like, yeah, like that's next level beef. yeah. Like you, your movie doesn't gross hate. as much as mine. So you said a second one comes. And then right? the other
8: one that comes to mind is like on the total opposite end of that spectrum is um a song called "The Wrestler" by Lot Kestner, this this Ooh. singer that I've worked with a lot. She's one of my favorite artists, but it's this very like just beautiful, soft song of hers. That's dope. Um, total right. opposites maybe someone should mash that up total opposites Good some asshole on the
3: internet's doing it right wow. now i'm sure yeah they're working on it now yeah all right so i gotta give you a moment to plug the tour dates and let people know where we're gonna be cool make sure you got all that and uh let us know where where are we gonna be playing because i don't know half the time
8: yeah so it's the morning glory tour we're about halfway through like you said and we uh We got Philadelphia, New Jersey, Watertown, New York, Brooklyn, Hamden, Connecticut, Providence, Rhode Island, and then Boston.
3: Coming up. Coming at you. All right, guys. Make sure you are at one of those shows or several. I mean, they're all in a pretty drivable range. Come to all of them. We'll give you um, a free gift. Uh, A little sadistic, well. All (laughs) right, guys. (laughs) This is Matt Mania. We're going to play those songs and we out of (laughs) here. Kogan,
2: Hollywood.
8: This is the man, the myth, the legend Jack Evans from the heavens and I just wanted to inform you that your ears are currently being blessed by none other
4: than Matt Mania.